everyone, and welcome to the Glad to Podcast. I am Lauren Romo, and with me, as always, is my cousin and fellow nerd, Andrea Gutierrez. Hello! What's going on? Oh, nothing. How are you? Good. Did you, you know, I meant to text you. Did you watch Black Widow? No. Oh, all right. Let me know. <laughs> I let bought it. I, okay, you I did like, get it? Yeah, okay. but I just haven't had time to watch it. I haven't watched the last Loki either. Oh, wow. Okay. We got a lot to talk about. I actually watch those. <laughs> I just bought a pool. So I've been. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. Like a little baby pool, but it's still super <laughs> awesome to float in. So yeah. I've been doing that. <laughs> it reminds me of our uh, of our youth going oh, to yeah. swimming all the time. Swim- yeah, it was good time. time. It's good times. Good old DR teaching us how to swim. Blowing bubbles. <laughs> Blowing bubbles. <laughs> It's good stuff. It's good pastime. Good pastime. All right, guys. If this is your first time listening to us, welcome. We are a Star Wars podcast that discuss anything and everything within that galaxy far, far away. In each episode, we will dive into one or two topics and have a general discussion on them. Topics could be movies, TV series, books, comics, a specific character, you name it. We talk about it. All right, Andrea. Bad Batch, episode 12, Ryloth Rescue. Nice. It's good. It was a good, I think, part two of what we got last week. So I know you, I know we had a really good discussion last week. So I want to hear your thoughts kind of from the top because some stuff I think played out. Some we kind of didn't really get answers to. So how do you feel after this kind of uh, second part of this uh, two-parter? And what were your overall thoughts? Uh, My overall thoughts was I liked the episode and... So my biggest gripes from the episode before was about um, Ornfrita possibly dying, but he was still alive in a canon novel. So what the heck? Um, He is still alive. We didn't see him, but they just keep saying attempted assassination. So obviously he's still alive and he's going to make it to Lords of the Sith, which happens five years later. So uh, my, you know, my gripe about that, I, I think I need to not be so hard on Star Wars people, Star Wars creators, uh, Star Wars content organizers, um, and just realize that when I do read those books and I do jump into um, different types of storytelling outside of shows and movies, that it's enhancing the experience. So I need to just chill the F out. You know, it's hard, though, right? I think just yeah. as fans, we want continuity like. Yeah, totally. You know, like the books to mean and not like like you're saying, it's not like the books don't mean anything, but maybe just have a deeper connection. So, maybe, I, you know, I was shocked that um, Elaine, Elaine. Yeah, I think that's how Vindula you pronounce her name. Yeah. Didn't die. I was expecting to see that um, because in Lords of the Sith, five years later, five years later, Cham is a little romantically involved, not really romantically involved, like mentally romantically involved with someone else. So um, I expected her death to come soon, but we didn't get that, obviously. So the one thing I did do is I went back and watched Rebels Homecoming, uh, that episode, season two. Yeah. Um, where they meet Champ, well, Kana meets Champ for the first time and they go to Ryloth to steal that light cruiser. And it was kind of cool. I didn't realize that there was this one part when Hera and Champ are arguing, she falls back into her accent. The French accent. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 
So yeah. that was really cool. Um, and they did talk about like that. The reason that they kind of fell apart was just because in that he just got so involved with wanting to do for Ryloth over his family. He just wanted to make Ryloth better. And they did talk about how they try to trust the Empire in the beginning. They did say that in Rebels. So that was really cool. That that was perfectly connected. Perfectly. The story that they told in that episode of Rebels perfectly lined up with what happened in the Bad Batch. So that was really cool. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I, again, I, I trust Filoni and crew. I don't want to just say I trust Filoni because obviously it's right. more than just him, right? I mean... As we know, it's it's Floney, it's um, I think it's Jennifer Corbin is another like there's just t- a ton of people that are doing these shows with Filoni and all that. So Carrie I mean, Beck I, is one of them. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I try. I mean, I think we I think we have enough like information and enough material to look at to know that they know what's going on, right? They they know what they did in Rebels or they know what I think stuff happened in certain books. So they're not to- they're not totally retconning everything. Have they retconned like maybe certain scenarios? Obviously we talked about the Kanan stuff. So yeah, like that stuff as much as I, you know, I wish they maybe connected a little bit more i'm okay with the small changes right even in the ahsoka novel from um ek johnson and you know what they did in the siege of mandalore uh mandalore in season seven of clone wars again slight changes but that's okay like it it is what it is and i think we just have to again as fans kind of like you were saying up top like take what they say in books and make it more of a, they're expanding the experience, enhancing, not really, I don't want to say not connecting, but just it's not that type of connectivity, you know? And I think we do fall back on that because I think, Mar- I mean, again, I, we were just talking about Black Widow, like just how Marvel does it. It, it is a very completely different way. They just, they are connecting things deeper than, I think a lot of people maybe expect, you know, from movies and now TV shows. So, but again, I I think overall though, they do know what they're doing. And I think this is like you just said, if you go back to episodes like you did, it all connects. And it's crazy to think about that way. You know, it's crazy to think that they did that how many years ago and then now doing bad batch. Oh, okay, man. He knew what he said in that season and that episode and he's connecting it to make it, you know, more seamless. So yeah, I think overall I I did like how they kind of wrapped this kind of two-parter up. I love seeing Hera, you know, flying for the first time on her own. That was really cool. Her and Omega are like besties. I love all that. You know, I I love seeing Cham and you kind of just like you were talking about, like you see where the conflict of maybe him caring about what was going on in Ryloth over his family, like you see that a little bit. You know, and you see maybe that riff begin between, you know, Hera and her father. So, I mean, it's good stuff. I mean, I love, I think I love Ryloth. I love that, that planet, that species, like it's just, it's good stuff. And it's so important to the overall Star Wars universe that it makes sense that we, again, like we talked about last week, we go there again and we get this kind of wrap up of Cham 
and his family. We get Hera, Chopper, all that stuff. Chopper was great. I love his uh, his antics were, you know, classic Chopper. He was out for blood again. It was great. <laughs> the murder droid, man. I love him. <laughs> he just wants to cause chaos every time. So that was cool. And then again, the Bad Batch. I mean, we, we get more Bad Batch this week, obviously. We kind of thought that was going to happen. You know, it was interesting that Hunter, you know, obviously wanted to scope everything out. And like he told Hera at the time, like, it's not a guarantee that we're going to help. So it was all really, like, again, it was all really good stuff. Tech, I love Tech. I think him and uh, Hera uh, talking when they were flying and him just being, like, very matter of fact. He's like, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're kind of chaotic flying is, <laughs> is you know, not known to them or me. So, yes, this is all making sense. So it was good stuff. And then, again, Tech and Hera, you know, Hera and Rebels always talked about, you know, um, how uh, camouflaging or whatever the, the ship's thing. And now we know she kind of learned that from Tech. Yeah, she that's learned cool. That, that was yeah. cool. So, again, a small... Very small, but it was a cool connection, right? So, again, it's those little things that I always I enjoy seeing in this show and, 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 and it enhances, like you're saying, it enhances our experience. So, yeah, overall, I like it. So now we're four, you know, we got four episodes left. Now we know Crosshair has been granted permission to go hunt his buddies. Now, I, I feel like this episode, specifically for me, I'm going to ask you this question. Like, I feel like we haven't got it confirmed, but I feel like this is really kind of telling that we are going to get another season of The Bad Batch. Don't you think? Like, I just feel like the storyline going on and, you know, we only got four episodes left and there's still a lot to kind of dissect and still kind of answer. Do you think we're getting, I mean, I think this is just a tall tale sign that we are going to get a season two eventually, or maybe it's not a Bad Batch season two, but another animated show maybe following some of these characters to kind of maybe again, further this story. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's absolutely possible that we can get a season two. We've kind of learned in the last two episodes that they can stretch what the bad batch does and get away from the main story. And it still flows with uh, what's going on with them. You're right. There's still a lot to do. Um, Like the Omega story. Who is she really? What is she to the uh, people on Camino? Camino, yeah, Caminoans. Say yeah. it, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's one word I can say, and you can't. I cannot. Caminoans. Caminoans. Our, you know, uh, crosshair. The the chips. There's still a lot to go on. Can you pack that into four fast paced episodes? Yes, I think you can. So I'm not going to say it's a guarantee that we're going to get a season two, but it's it's possible. I Yeah, I think the only reason I think that is it's just because of what they're kind of setting up, right? Because they've been teasing, obviously, you know, early on in the show about the chips, right? With the Bad Batch. And we kind of got we got that answer pretty quick, right? They got them out and all that. And now we start seeing other clones like Hauser, like, are they, you know, are they going to maybe go back for him or like, where does he go? Because I think that his little kind of story was really interesting and we know he's alive. So, you know, and we know Rex is out there and we know the Bad Batch knows Rex is out there. So like, 
there's just a lot of possibilities that they can continue. Again, maybe it's not a Bad Batch season two, but some type of other animated show. And I, I don't know what you call it or whatever, but maybe you follow, maybe Rex and you get other clones of him helping or and Bad Batch is involved. I don't know. Again, it just depends on how they wrap up these last four seasons for sure. What if they switch Crosshair over and he comes back and they See, are now, the Bad Batch? And now I, I and, and that's kind of another question. Do you think Crosshair is going to come back to the Bad Batch? I, to me right now, how they have it in these last four episodes, I don't know if they can really turn him. I mean, I think he is full on, you know, he's all for the Empire, the Empire, the Empire right now. So I think it'd be really interesting if they don't change him. And maybe, again, if we get another season, it continues of him hunting them down or something. I, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think he's going to be redeemed? Do you think he's coming back as a bad batcher uh it would be cool it gives the crew a little bit more flavor um you know he's always been kind of just like he's never been like tight-knit with the crew he's always been a little right. standoffish he's more of an individual but he you know he's a soldier he follows orders he's that's that those are his brothers so it's weird i think if his chip got removed and he no longer has to be good soldiers follow orders, he might fall back in line with Hunter and Tech and Echo and Wrecker. I think. I think it's possible. The thing is, is I was just thinking about this. What bothered me about this past episode is that they didn't take enough risks. Listen to me trying to tell people who create TV shows how to make a TV show. But... (laughs) I was really hoping for like a like a hard hitting like this is really what the empire is about. So I was looking for like crosshair to like assassinate Hauser or us seeing Hera's mom die. I was looking for a little bit more of an emotional like tug and some tragic things to happen in this episode and we didn't get it. So I was like, well, all right. Cuz I hate saying like Okay, well, it's animation. It's a kids' show because we all know that's not true, right? Animation right. not Rebels for was, yeah. animation's Rebels not for kids, dark, right? Yeah. It's for everyone. But when you don't take those big risks and go after those hard moments, is it a kids' show? I'm Ron that's Burgundy. Question. question mark. That's. I mean, no, that's a good question because I mean, I think we've seen Star Wars animation can go dark at times, right? I mean, Clone Wars did. For sure, many times rebels definitely went there. Bad Batch is going has gone there. Even Resistance yeah, at times yeah. has gone there. You know, especially in that end of the uh, first season, of Resistance and showing that uh, speech from uh, what's his face at the end of uh, Hugs, The Force Awakens. Yeah, Hugs. Yeah, Hugs. <laughs> hugs. So you know, I it, it can go dark, but like you're saying, I think they, I think they try to toe that line, which I mean, I guess it, it makes sense. They toe the line of, yeah, it's, it can be definitely for kids, but it can be for adults at times. Like they, I think they, in my personal opinion, I think they do that. They do that pretty well. I think the moments that are dark make sense. The moments that aren't make sense and it, it, to make it more of that, like you're saying, kind of kid friendly ish type of situation. But I, I do, I, I kind of, I understand where you're coming from when you said that, like, because I was fully expecting Hera's mom to die. I really right. was. But that now that she's, now that she's alive, again, 
And just how Omega and Hera were like, do I, will we see each other? And she was like, you know, yeah, I definitely, I bet we'll see each other around. Like that just gives me like, okay. And then just how we left Hauser too. It's like, okay, we are definitely coming back to these characters in some way, shape or form, whether it may be live action, right? Or maybe it's another animated show again, or Bad Batch season two. However it is, I think it's just like those little hints to me. And even like earlier in the earlier in the season with Rex, you know, you know how to get a hold of me. Like it just feels like they're setting it up for another season or another animated show. However, they do it to again continue this story that they're telling. Because you know, right now I really want more of again. One of the things that I've loved about this season is the Owens versus the Empire. It's great stuff. Like that's interesting stuff, and I hope. You know, these last four episodes, like you were talking about, and you're like, I think they are going to be that little, little punchy, little, like something's going to happen, right? Because we only got four left. We know Crosshair is after them now. I think stakes are about to be raised. And that's just kind of where I'm at with it. Again, but how it ends, that's where I don't, I really don't know. I don't know about you. I have no idea how this show is going to end. Like, does it end on Camino? Does it end with just, you know, the Bad Batch, you know, leaving and hiding. Like, where where do we go? Like, that's where I think, like, it either continues, A, in another season or in another animated series with these characters. So, I mean, what do you think about the whole where, you know, where do we go from here with four episodes left? I mean, we talked a little bit about it last week. I mean, do we go to Mandalore? Do we see the Empire's take over of Mandalore and the resistance to that? So there is a lot more in this time frame to be explained, a lot more. And they've, like you said, they've introduced so many characters throughout the season. Hauser, you know, the Martez sisters came back. There's a little bit with um, Rex. You know, there's a lot of different ways that we can go. Does Sid come around? I love Sid. Mm-hmm. Right. You Where know? is she? Right. Do we go back there? My computer wants to restart. <laughs> <laughs> Snooze. <laughs> I'll edit that one out. All right. Thanks. <laughs> but yeah, where, like, where does Sid? Like, do we go back to her right. next week? Like, what? I mean, because we know they are working with her still. So it's like, what, I mean, do they just continue doing missions? Because again, like we kind of talked about last week, that's just what they know. It's just what the Bad Batch knows. They just know how to do mission at the mission at the mission. So I don't know. I mean, where do you, four episodes, man. I, I think there's going to be, especially with Crosshair now hunting them, I think it's going to get kind of crazy, but we'll see, right? Because I just, I just hope we continue and don't leave some of these characters like you're saying behind, like Hauser. And, like, I want more Hera and Omega. You know, I want, like you're saying, like, what, I kind of want to know, not, I mean, we know, but, like, what actually happened to Hera's mom? Like, and like you like you said last week, the Calicori, where's that? So that's just, I mean, again, but that's just personal, like, super nerdy stuff, right, that I think not the general audience would really care for, but I think as fans of the animated shows that, that they have come out with, we kind of want it all, right? I mean, am I wrong in that? What do you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's the point of, I think, some of us being a fan is to 
get all the dots connected. How great is it that they're, they put Hera in the Bad Batch, though? I mean, we've talked about this before, how, you know, Star Wars, Lucasfilm, Disney, they love Hera as a character because they keep throwing her in other projects and just showing um, the strength of her arc and then re- revealing more of it as time goes on in, in different projects. I mean, she's been in everything. So um, that's really cool. I hope we get to see her in uh, something live action. I I feel like we will, right? I mean, yeah. it, it's almost setting it up that way. But just because of, again, Rebel, just how she was in Rebels, which was fantastic. And now with what they're doing in this show... And then we know live action Ahsoka's coming. We know that, we assume that that show will be about Ahsoka maybe trying to get Thrawn because of Ezra Bridger. And we know the connection between Hera and Ezra and all that crew. So it only makes sense that we would see her in a live action. And I, God, I I really hope so. I really hope because they, they have done a really good job with her character, I think specifically. How they introduced her in Rebels. And like you just said, the the more information we're getting, and it just seems like like Lucasfilm kind of knows that the fans are really big on her. Yeah. Like they know. I mean, even you think about Alphabet Squadron and just the part that she played in that. And, I mean, she was a huge part of the story for uh, Victory's Price. So it it it's huge. She needs to be uh, brought to the forefront of main stream star wars characters not that we need mainstream star wars characters but i feel like she should be up there with the luke's and the leia's and the han solos and in the ahsoka's and the the anakin's and obi-wan's and all that so yeah i i agree i think she she has gotten to that point where it's it's time to do her live action so then again more people can get you know accustomed to her and know her character because she is she is kind of that important now you know she is that important to i think the rebellion overall she's important to a lot of these characters because we know she was there on endor we know that she knew you know han you know like there's just so much that they can do with her so is she big because star wars is keeping it small galaxy though it's a good question it's I don't like question. that. I don't like that thing. No, I, I, I don't either. You and I, we, we kind of talked about it last week where it's like, you know, some people believe it's, you know, small, small, small. I don't, I just, I just don't feel that way. I don't, I think it, the characters that I, that we kind of go back to or that they reference have been important from the beginning. James exactly. knew the huge in Clone Wars. You know, the Ryloff is a huge part of, you know, the rebellion or, and part of, you know, the the entire Star Wars story. So going back to these places and showing these characters again, it makes sense. It makes sense. I don't know, I mean, because, yeah, I, I don't like the whole, you know, they, they do it for fan service or they do it because, you know, it's small galaxy, Filoni only knows these characters or his, whatever. That's It's all bullshit, in my opinion. You know, it is because... Beep. Right, but it is because <laughs> you just <it's>, totally swore. <laughs> <laughs> eh, whatever, who cares? But it is because I feel like, you know, I don't think I, I understand people want, and I and I'm there too, where like people want new stuff, right? Like Bad Batch, new characters, kind of new adventures, and it's fun. 
and but then people are like, you know, we have these new characters, but they keep going back to or showing these other characters that they already established or whatnot. I get it, but it's like you're 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 only adding layers to you know things that have already been there, and you can still expand upon it because now you have connected the Bad Batch to Rebels, which now you can connect to you know the book of boba fett the uh the mandalorian show you can do a lot of things because you are placing these seeds in and around what you're building i know i mean what do you think about that whole kind of i think it's funny the people that are like oh small galaxy and star wars needs to tell other stories and then you're like oh have you been reading the high republic and they're like nah it's not for me (laughs) It's like, sorry, man, that's where it's at. You it want makes new, no sense. You right. want new stories uh, that, you know, stay inside the, the Star Wars lane. That's where it's at. I mean, there's some amazing content that's coming out of the High Republic. I mean, talk about just blow your mind stuff and some amazing characters. I mean, I think a lot of people, when they say <clears throat> it's small galaxy, they're mad. Not, maybe not mad. They're disappointed that the Star Wars they kind of grew up on, like the EU and the Legends, isn't getting incorporated as much into this fair. Well, the stories that we're telling now, and that's maybe what their complaint is. I don't know. I don't associate with too many of those people, so I don't know their opinion. But I mean, I can see it from the outside a little bit, and. I don't know. There is new Star Wars content, you know, and if you don't want to be a part of it or if it's just not your thing, don't say that there's no Star Wars, new Star Wars content because there is. Right. And I, and again, the, the High Republic has been killing it for sure. You know, so I understand where people are like, OK, I want new new Star Wars beyond maybe in their films and in animation to go beyond what we already have established. I get that. Cause I was, I mean, definitely after the sequel trilogy, I was all about, and you and I have talked about that before. Like I want new, new stuff, new, new places, new characters, things like that. Because I was, I was ready at that point to move on from the Skywalker saga that we have, you know, love and enjoyed for all this time. And I still am in that kind of mindset. But again, these shows, they are, they are giving us great content and building on what they have already established, right? So you can't say that it's not new because we have never heard of the Bad Batch before until Clone Wars Season 7. We have never heard of Hera until Rebels, you know, and now you are enhancing, you know, Boba Fett with having a sister-ish type of person that is related to him. Right. I mean, a, a year ago, you were saying Boba Fett was like flat, like he didn't right, even have exactly. a good story. And, and then now look at giving it. To we're giving, we're getting it. You appreciate Boba Fett now. I mean, come on. Yep. And that's what they're doing. Again, they are adding, they're adding more to established characters in a good ways, though. So you can't say that they're not really creating, like you're saying, creating new content because they are. They are creating new content that is built around things that we have established, right? Which is okay because, you know, I know people, we talked about it before, people like to compare Marvel and Star Wars, Marvel and Star Wars, you know, that, you know, Marvel as, you know, they know how to connect things and everything like that. But I always say, you know, Marvel has had how many years of comic books to pick and choose and the MCU is kind of dipping their toes in all that to make a 
their own their own storyline, right? Star Wars is doing that now with the High Republic. That is what they're doing, you know. And what they're doing with the you know the animation stuff, like you said, they're filling in gaps, right? Because there's still gaps in the timeline of the Skywalker saga that you know we we could get more information from and 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 get and and have some fun with it because you know we're getting an Obi One. Everybody wanted an Obi One Kenobi series, and we're getting it, and now they don't. <laughs> right, because of whatever you know, whatever it's you know, going to be fan service, right? Jesus, whatever it is, people. and that's fine, and that's fine. You know, I, I. But again, you can't say they're not creating new content because they are. Are they creating brand new characters and things like that? They are. I think they're starting to establish that stuff in the High Republic, and I think you know, with movies like Taika's and Patty's, again, we'll get new characters, assuming. And things like that. Acolytes, man, that show is going to be insane. Like, so there's just a lot of good stuff coming out. But I get, like, again, I get it. I get people want brand new stories, brand new characters that they can, you know, sink their teeth into. And everybody's kind of there from the start. And there's, it's a fresh start in a way. You know what I'm saying? But I, I think that they're, they're building that with, like you're saying, the High Republic and and going from there like that's just what they have to do because they don't have 80 plus years or whatever worth of comic book runs that they can pull from like the mar like marvel can do you know and that's why kevin feige is good because he knows where to pull from what storylines are you know are good and how to incorporate it all and all makes sense so yeah i agree i think it's it's just foolish sometimes for people to get upset you know so I don't know. What, any any final thoughts on kind of that? Nope. <laughs> Save wave like that's always. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, final thoughts though on this episode in particular. Anything? Any moment that stood out to you? Any you know something that you want to talk about? Bring up. There are a lot of good little moments. Um, Gonky the droid uh, was really cool. Um, you know. I always like when a hero like Hunter kind of falls off of his path and doesn't realize what he's there for. And then mm, Omega okay. had to remind him that, you know, that isn't that what soldiers do is help people. So that was really great as well to hair flying. Amazing. Uh, it was just, you know, overall, a lot of things happened in this episode. And I think we'll look back on it again, watching it, like how impactful it was in the star wars um universe galaxy so i liked it it was a great episode yeah but i think a big moment for me was the hauser one where yeah. he stood in front of his brothers and said you know look around this isn't what we signed up for and everything like that and like you and like you kind of pointed out earlier they could have went dark and crosshair could have shot him yeah but they did it and i and i'm glad they didn't because now we hopefully get more of that character right because they they introduced him in a really cool way in these two episodes, right? So without these two episodes, we don't meet Hauser at all, period. So meeting him and getting more of his story is going to be really cool moving forward. And again, I think there's just so much, they are setting up so much to kind of branch off, right? To, they could tell a Hauser story. They could tell, you know, Omega's story is still going. Bad Batch still has stories to tell, you know, because we don't know, again, Crosshair, is he going to join them? Is he not going to join them? Are they are they going to get his chip out? There's just so many answers. or so many questions that we don't have answers to. 
And I and again, I, I know you think four episodes we could wrap it up, and we could. I just I don't know if we could. I don't know if they can wrap it up. I, I, not to say that they can't, but I feel like there's just too much to wrap up in four episodes, in the length of time that they obviously do these episodes. But again, I could I could be totally wrong, and and I and I will be happy to be wrong because if they wrap this up in one season, I'll be happy, and then I hope they continue the story depending on how that ends with Omega with a live action Omega, right in the book of Boba Fett or something. How cool would that be? I mean, how cool to introduce a character in animation, bring her to live action in a show that I think more people are, are aware of and are going to watch than an animated show. Mm-hmm. And then those people can go back to bad batch and watch the beginning of her story. Right. You know, so it's just there's just a lot. There's a lot they can do. A lot of you know storytelling to I think still to tell, especially with again the whole Camino and Empire Man. God, I really want I really want to see what happens, especially like we've talked about it before. What happens to Camino? Do they just shut down and the Caminoans are like we're out? Does the Empire you know obviously like completely take it over? What happens? Is there a clone like revolt? with the help of the Bad Batch, like there's just so many things that could happen, but I'm going to, like you said, I'm here for the ride. I'm here to see what they do. And and at the end of the day, because I I trust the team that has done this show so far. And again, the, the Kiners are killing it with the music every week. Lights out. So good. And the animation again, man, the animation is just, it's, it's so good. It is so good. And, I it's the re- best I've ever seen. Yes. Honestly. 100% agree. Yeah. 100% agree. And again, I will go, I will say this until it happens. We need another animated Star Wars movie. Full Absolutely. length animated movie. And I know they can do it and pull it off and make it amazing. I really do. I really do. I mean, and then this, this show and then the Siege of Mandalore, that has proven that, I think. Oh, yeah. With the animation. 100%. I mean, do you think people would watch, I think people would watch, would go to a theater and watch an animated Star Wars movie? Yeah, I think a lot of fans would. I don't know how many... Um, general audience? General audience would. Um, maybe some, you know, but it's it, it wouldn't be nothing like a, like a live action film turnout, I don't think. No, that's fair. That's fair. I wonder, I mean, maybe they do a Disney Plus exclusive. Maybe, you know, so might as well. I mean, who wants to go to a theater anymore? I mean, that's true. I mean, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I still want to go see Black Widow in theaters, but I've watched it like listen. I, so bought, I bought this inflatable movie screen from my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We got to figure out a day, but uh, it doesn't get dark till like nine o'clock. That's the only bad thing. Yeah, but totally. We can watch it movie theater style in my backyard. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to do that. We'll yep. have to do that, especially with new stuff coming out. I mean, Boba Big Boba Fett's going to be coming out in the fall. Yep, Marvel, all the Marvel content. Yeah, it's craziness. It's craziness. So, all right, anything else, Angie? Anything you want to bring up with the uh, episode? Any other moments or anything? No, but uh, <clears throat> I I I'm ready for a roller coaster ride. I don't want to put too many expectations into these last four, but I am expecting. Uh, 
some hard hitting and then maybe a little bit of a lull and then like an explosion at the end. That's what I'm ready for. Oh, I, I think it's going to happen. Yeah, no, I agree. Just I think just how now that these last four episodes are upon us and we know Crosshair's hunting them down now, like literally hunting them down. Yeah, I think it's going to get wild. And again, we do, I mean, we still have two bounty hunters out there. Well, one for sure. We still have Cab Bane out there probably wanting, you know, his his bounty back. Will we get Boba Fett? Yeah, but in these last four episodes, do we get him? Right. I mean, does Cat Bane or Fennec Shan go back to Boba and tell her the story? Like, yeah, there's just... What is that? <laughs> infinite, you know, possibilities. And that's what's kind of exciting, too, because... I really do hope that they connect this. In my again, my expectations and maybe they're high. But I really hope they connect what has transpired in this show to the book of Boba Fett in some way, shape, or form. Whether it's just dialogue or someone showing up, you know, you have Fennec in there, you have obviously Boba. Like and you know the connection between Boba and Omega. Like it just makes sense. It just makes sense. So we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, uh, yeah, I'm ready. I, I think these last four, just like you said, Ange, it's going to be wild. It's going to be a wild ride. And I'm I'm excited to see what Dave and crew have in store for us because they haven't really been, you know, the, you've seen on sometimes on Twitter, like the people will hype up an episode. They kind of haven't done that in a little bit, but with four episodes left, man, I really expect them to kind of be on the on the ball with, with the tweets and the teases <laughs> these last four episodes. So we'll see. We'll see. All right, kids, that's it. That is our recap of episode 12 of The Bad Batch. Andrea, let the good people know where they can find you on the socials. You can follow me on Twitter at R2D2Stop. I tweet pretty soon a lot about Dave Matthews because I'm going to be going <laughs> to shows. Yep. So yep. look out. And Star Wars and still BTS. Permission to dance. Stream it. I love them. <laughs> we'll have to do a BTS podcast at some point. Or just, I'm so just, ready. Just go solo. You can do a solo BTS podcast. <laughs> I love that. <it. laughs> All right, guys. You can follow me, Lauren Romo, at Lauren Knows on Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow the Galactic Podcast at the Galactic Pod on Twitter. And if you like this episode, you can listen to more on Apple Pod, Google Play, Spotify, all the good stuff. Reminder to please rate and review on Apple. It helps us grow as a podcast. So go ahead, do that thing you do and help us out. And as always, may that force be with you, kids. Always. Always. (laughs) 